All right, we are back after a long hiatus, long disappointment of a terrible men's season, but we are back with the championship, boys, with the women's side. How we feeling? Awesome, man. Good. 100%. Well deserved. Yeah, right. Everybody doing well. It's been a while. How have you guys been doing? Been busy? Yeah, I've been busy, busy and... Uh... Barely staying alive on Twitter <laughs> since uh, it might be might be shutting down soon. Lou, I've already seen you say your goodbyes like on a couple of occasions, bro. Uh, from what I'm reading, dude, it could shut down at any moment, bro. I mean, it's like... <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's get started. Let's talk about a little bit of the women's championship run. Um, it was a great series. I think that it was well-deserved, especially with everything that they've been doing over the last few years. And, you know, even last season when they got made a deep run in the, in the finals um, against Rayadas and then getting eliminated um, was the Chivas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so they've been on a roll, but finally after a long season, which, you know, to be honest, I didn't really think that they were going to get there with the new coach and the adjustments, the injuries and, you know, the style of play getting implemented. Um, so kind of want to get your thoughts on that and, you know, what you guys saw throughout the season, you know, maybe what impressed you the most. So why don't we start off with you, Lou? Man, I, I, honestly, from the get-go, I was super impressed with the new coach. Everything she says is just music to my ears. I knew we would struggle at the beginning just because, for one, we were changing the system, going from Medina to Moscato. But also, we had a lot of players out at the beginning. If you remember, we had about five or six players out on national team duties. Uh, Uchena Kanu didn't come back till like almost the middle of the season because she spent most of the time with the Nigerian national team. So I knew we would have some struggles there, but I think what ended up really solidifying everything for me was the way she managed the the players, the player rotation, player management. I thought it was just brilliant because last year, you know, we talked about it here on the pod. Uh, they burned out. Uh, we got eliminated by Chivas and it was the overall on the aggregate. It was a tie, but you could tell at the end of that last game, those last 45 minutes, they, they had no gas. And I think, uh, Moscato coming in, giving everybody minutes, rotating the players, letting some rest. I think that helped out a lot. And we were firing on all cylinders in that final. And I mean, I'm I'm just super proud of this team, man. I, I feel like Tigres Femenil is what we want for the men too. Uh, just dominant team, a dynasty, a team that doesn't look to stop anytime in the future. So I'm I'm really proud of the way they're playing. Yeah, absolutely. What about you guys, uh, boys? Any uh, impressions, anything that stood out to you guys throughout the season? Yeah, I thought it was it was crazy how they were able to play at a high level, even through adversity, when it seemed like we were playing against 12. Or, <laughs> or, Dude, that seems like both the men's and the women's. Yeah, but some of those women's calls, like, you were like, man, what? Like, y'all, y'all aren't even going to use VAR or – you know, even then, like, they they didn't show, like, they were upset. Like, they just kept going. Like, it didn't matter whether they called it or not. And that's what really blew my mind because you see the men's, like, they'll lose their cool real quick and they'll start creating fouls or 
getting desperate, shooting way out of the out of a distance. And you're like, what are you doing? You can build a play. And they just kept their cool, kept going, kept playing, and got the result. And it seems like the game just moves along further, you know, on the women's side than the men's yeah. side. Edgar, any final thoughts on uh, what might impress you this season from Tigres Feminine? So I think, honestly, Moscato, I felt, and as my initial thought, was going to be the most important thing for me, official specifically, just because I felt like the last coach, you know, didn't really necessarily – he ran out of creativity towards the end, but I felt like despite Moscato this being her first season in Liga Amigas, that was one of the things I felt I didn't know that we would get the championship just because it's hard to come into a new league that you're not 100% familiar with. Uh, but I think she definitely knew how to take advantage of the players, official specifically with the top goal scorer of the league and just the way that she brought out more of her. And I felt just a lot of impact in the environment with her and specifically just the relationship between the teammates. I think there was a complete 180 from last season or maybe even just the beginning of the season. And I'm excited and I'm glad and I hope that we get another one, another championship. I think we're going to get plenty of those on the women's side, and I'm excited. It's going to be great to, like, stomp all over the league. Um, I think the most important thing for me was the unity. I think you guys all kind of touched up on that. Um, the player unity and the fact that she was able to transmit that message to her players that, you know, they're already an established strong team within the teammates themselves. But I think that connection with player coach that was not there before, it was kind of just like, you know, I'll tell you what to do. You know, like just like when you think of like, you know, high school, like, hey, run some laps and like get get practice out of the way and, and the games out of the way. It seemed like there was a better connection with the players and therefore creating a more solid style of play, even though it took a while to get it going. And, you know, she didn't completely drastically change the way that we played, but she adjusted the way the some of the players were on the field, especially Stephanie Mayor, you know, taking a little further uh, place back you know, playing closer to the midfield as a creator and as a someone who pressures, um, you know, the players uh, or the opposing players. So I was really impressed with that. Um, so do we see uh, a future with her for a while here? Do we think she's the, the lady to uh, establish your kingdom in Monterrey? Definitely. For sure. Yeah, I think I think her the next step for Moscato is probably going to be the Canadian national team. Once they steal her away from us, then – It'll be, but it'll be on her terms. I mean, I don't see, I don't see her going anywhere. After the game, after the title game, a, a ton of the players were coming out praising her, which you would never hear under Medina. I mean, when would you hear Espinosa or Ferral or anybody come out and say this is all thanks to right. know, Medina? So I mean, they're praising the coach because it's it's well deserved. So I think if uh, if we lose her, it's going to be to the Canadian national team. And what better spotlight now, CONCACAF and the best team in CONCACAF, according to the, I don't even know what they're called, IFFHS rankings. Um, I think it's great. I think that even like her being Canadian, all her national team experience and just a different approach to the game and the way that she grew up with the game to bring it to Mexico, I think that's amazing. So I think you're right. I think that the next step is the national team. Um, because she's already explored her European adventure. She's also been on the board or, you know, the other side of soccer besides coaching. So um, any team needs. Well, what we need now, Arnoldo, is uh, CONCACAF Champions League for the women's and 
a club world cup and or if we can't get that let's go to libertadores and play teams like palmeiras femenil and oh, I, I think see, that would I be see awesome what you did there. just I see what you did move there. it up to the next stage man yeah I see what you did there with the Palmeiras reference. Uh, well, I've been seeing a lot of like, you know, more engagement through uh, English writers that cover soccer in America, uh, the NWSL, like and they want it. Like they they know what Tigres represents because of what they've heard from the fan perspective. But now with the women's team just clearly dominating over the last few years and Mia official coming here and then Moscato just giving them a new, fresh perspective of, of the Mexican league. So that would be amazing because it would definitely elevate the competition in Mexico. And for us, I mean, clearly, you know, set the tone with what Mexican women's soccer is in Mexico. And it's only going to help the national team. I mean, we're always crying about not getting to the quinto partido and in, in the men's side. I think the women's side is what's going to end up making us proud in the end. I think they're, they have a, a better chance of, uh, of going farther in, in a world cup. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, any team needs anything, any positions that you guys see that they could potentially get stronger? I mean, I know it's it's a tough uh, question because they're a really strong team, but anything that you guys saw throughout the season, maybe in the playoffs, that we could definitely benefit from, especially going into new, the new season? With That's Sierra fun. out, I felt we lacked a little bit of speed with Villarreal. Even though Villarreal, I, I'd hate to complain about her. I'm just being picky. But I felt like Cambero speed-wise was really, you know, messing her up on her defending. Like, I feel like with Sierra out the next season, we might need another player at that position. Because if anything happens to Nati Villarreal, we don't have another backup on that spot. Mm -hmm. Mercado's also getting up in age, so that's another spot we'll need to start looking at because Mercado's, what, 33, 34? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. So that's another spot we need to though she had reinforce. a uh, she had a comeback season. Um I criticized her a lot last season just because the pace of the game just seemed like, you know, she was being left behind. I still don't think that she I think she had a great season and I still think that through lapses of the game she disappears here and there. Uh but that's natural. I think that's you know she's just not involved in the creation of the game as she was in the past, especially with Mayor dropping back like I was mentioning in earlier, but I do agree with that position being a need for the future. Edgar, you were going to say something, bro. Oh yeah. I was saying on Twitter, I've seen a lot of people, it was more mid season now, but versus now, but uh, for another goalkeeper, I kind of have mixed feelings on that. I think the one we have now, she's good. She's not consistent. I don't know if that's something that could be improved under Moscato or if it's a dying necessity, just bring in someone else. I don't know who you would bring. I, I don't have a, preference or a name that comes to mind she's she was probably the most like criticized player throughout the whole season yeah yeah there was one a couple of games that cost us because of her errors i think it was the atlas game and then the leon game i believe uh so she did have a few error prone games where she'd really kind of messed us up but i felt i'm kind of with edgar i feel like we're being too tough on her because she did have an excellent Liguilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, against did. Rayadas, she saved us, really. Because Rayadas had us on the ropes there for a second, and and she was on fire. Yeah, I think that save that she did, she had towards the end of the game, like, could have changed the entire uh, outcome of the of the series. Yeah, and I was going to say, I, I, I feel like we don't attack on the right wing as much as 
on the left with Ovalle. So I was thinking, like, bring someone like Maria Sanchez back or bring her back because when we had her, we, we used both wings Yeah. consistent. And now I feel like we depend too much on the left wing. I do think, you know, like I saw the, there's this guy named Juan Carlos Monroy who covers the league. Um, and he's an America fan. He was, he mentioned like something like uh, after the final, he was like, Camberos might stay in Monterrey. Um, that would be amazing. I think that she would be like fit in perfectly at Tigres Feminine. I just don't think it would, I don't think it's necessarily uh, possible that they, that, that may happen. And I think that now Uchenna having a full season, I think that's her spot, like going into, you know, a healthy season and, you know, a second season under Moscato with her system more implemented. I think that that's her position to take. And I think that Belen Cruz had a solid, solid uh, uh, return under Moscato as a, as a player that we once knew her. But I think she has a more of a role that can, she can slide into more of the midfield as not being a, a true winger, especially when we push up with all that speed up. So, I mean, I, I don't see a way to uh, really make this team stronger unless for depth, I think you're going to lose some bench players uh, due to the fact of lack of playing time. And I, you know, I was going to touch on or tap into what Lewis said about the Palmeiras reference. So we see there's a possibility of a defender, if I'm not mistaken, coming to Tigres. It's a it's a central it's a midfielder attacking mid. Oh Ari, wow, she... Ari, Ari Borges is her name. I didn't realize it's that. just a rumor. It's just a rumor right now, but she was uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Brasileiros uh, MVP. So she she's I mean, dude, if they would they would wreck the league if they were to land a player like that. I mean, it's just and it's it nuts just to even think about it. and it's just different style of play, bro. Like. It's just it would give you so much different ways to play with your squad, and like I think Moscato's can handle that. So, imagine being in like a four-one-four-one with uh, Mayor and her in the midfield, two attacking mids. It would be, I mean, come on, yeah, don't mess with me like that. <laughs> That's wild. Any last thoughts on the the women's side before we move on to the men's side? Now, I was going to bring up. Uh, did you guys see the? the assistance records they broke and also all the, the viewings they got on social media and on TV. It was 5.3 million, right? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Total. And Which 94 is a record for. Hey, you 90. didn't even get that in the men's league. Yeah. So yeah, it was very impressive. It was 5.3 like viewership, right? Like millions of people watching yeah. and then 94,000 people attending both games. Yeah. Twice as much as the Toluca, uh, yeah. Pachuca, I think they had 53,000 total. Yeah, so the growth is going to be there. It's there already, so it's only going to exponiate. Or it's, what's that word? It's going to get even bigger from here. Well, I think that what they just need to do is just open up the 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 games to be on... Uh, open TV? Op yeah, like on yeah. regular TV. It would just yeah, make the most sense. So... I mean, realistically, though, like Lewis was mentioning, an ideal situation would be to establish a CONCACAF Champions League and, and then, you know, possibly go into Libertadores, which I think that would be even more easier than to accommodate than the men's side, you know, just because of the, the growth that Tigres has uh, contributed to the league as well as the other teams that have 
you know, invested in, into the league like Chivas, America, Pachuca, Rayas. And uh, I don't know. I just see that as a possibility. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm not too sure how they – if they even have a, a women's side or how serious they take it the way, you know, the Mexican league has, you know. So that's that's something to look at too is how serious are those teams in, in allowing their, their women's team to grow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be key uh, if they really want to push the growth of the league because if not, you're just going to have – the same four teams always competing for the championship. Yeah. Create a big disparity. Um, any last, any last words? I feel like Tigres Femenil, those who, who grew up watching Tigres in the nineties and we always looked up to the big teams and wondered when we would get there. Tigres Femenil is la, la mas grande, the biggest club in Mexico, man. So it kind of makes me proud. It's like, uh, it makes me like live uh, live vicariously through them, like like we're seeing greatness. And I think a lot of a lot of Tigres fans don't don't realize how hard it is to accomplish that. And I think it's something we all kind of need to appreciate more. Kind of sit back and enjoy it. A lot of times we we get caught up in the game to games and complaining here and there. But I mean, you're talking about the biggest club in Mexico, uh, which is something we've always wanted to say for Tigres. Uh, you know, the men's side. So it's it's amazing what they're doing. Honestly, I think it goes beyond just being a dynasty. I think they're they're paving the way for for greatness. Yeah, no kidding, man. And the fact that like we're just experiencing, just like kind of we experienced that run with the men's side of all those championships, and then now seeing you know, I guess you know the small down downfall of not winning um, in the last few years. It's really cool to see them like so consistent and like eight out of 10 final appearances. That's incredible. Like whatever way you spin it, that's just a hard accomplishment. And, you know, they played the most soccer the last five years and they still keep going and they're willing and, you know, they're so experienced. And that first leg of the final, you could just tell they were so under control. Like they were so um, calm when playing. They knew the when the moments, you know, when they needed to push more pressure more. And so, Moving forward, it's it's going to be inspiring for all the young girls, you know, to have Las Amazonas, you know, like you said, pave the way. Yeah, hopefully we get our youth team going too, because that would be amazing if we could get some kind of a academy system going where it's just we're, you know, taking advantage of all the potential in Mexico in women's soccer. Yeah, and we actually, I don't know how long ago it was, if it was three, six months ago this year or last year, uh, have an official youth women's academy that I don't know how the whole story was, but they were calling themselves Las Amazonas and it was completely separate from Tigres. Uh, but when the board found out about it, they invested some money in there and they're the official first uh, youth academy. And that's just something really impressive. And I think that we were in the semifinals, if I'm not mistaken, we were up like 2-0 on America and we ended up not going to the first, I think it was U18, U17, uh, final because I think they just started those uh, you know lower lower levels tournaments. Yeah, I think it was the under 16s, wasn't it? Under yeah, 16, something like that. They lost to America. Pumas ended up winning everything. I think Pumas yeah. got to the final, and won it all. I remember we were up two yeah. zero. We were up two zero, and they tied two two, and then ended up losing three two. So, um, well, the future looks bright, and hopefully that sets the tone to 
allow the brand to grow through the women's side to help continue the men's side and invest into future um, academies and, you know, just grow the team as a whole, like the whole club, because I think that that's where we're at now. I, I don't think that there's no turning back. I think we're here and it's either we're going to stall or we're just going to keep moving forward. Yep. Well, that about 100. does that about does it for the women's side. So then we'll focus on the men's side um, next time. 